0: Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on SiriusXM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome to the show first time professor, director and senior associate dean at the Clinical Research Center at the Morehouse School of Medicine, Dr. Elizabeth O'Feely. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Karen.
0: I'm glad to be here. Glad to have you. Um, so there's a study around the lipoprotein, uh LPA it's called, uh yeah. where it is seen that black people have a higher risk than white folk. Um, I got into a conversation last Wednesday with someone about about this very thing that medicine in its an attempt to try to be, you know, um non diver you know, diverse and whatever, they treat every patient the same. And yes. we're not the same, you know. And that's the, this is the one area where we need to lean in, like black people with sickle cell or, you know, there's certain diseases that are, you know, germane to folk born in the Middle East there, yep. you know, there's certain things, the way our blood, you know, the, the, the thickness of our bones versus that, you yes. know, all of that has to be looked at when you're testing medicine. Like Absolutely. Even, even the monitors for oxygen, they don't work don't on know. black people because of the, the melanin. Yes.
1: Yes. I mean, it makes sense uh, because we understand we talk about personalized medicine. And, and I think as Black people, we know what that looks like, right? I have many patients who go, well, you know, where was this study done? Would it work for me? And unfortunately, for many of us, we are still saying, no, the majority of the studies did not include enough Blacks. So we are sort of going by the majority who are non black and we know now, as you just said, there are differences in every single one of us. We know if we ask in every single African-American patient, do you know high blood pressure? Do you have a relative who has high blood pressure diabetes? We know what the response to that would be. Well, there's a reason behind that. And I think we are now understanding that it absolutely makes sense that we need to have representation in these studies to make sure that whatever we discover actually applies to the people that have the condition. It it seems simple. But
0: but it's a catch 22, uh, Dr. Ophelia, because, you know, I was even thinking about in COVID um, I was resistant to getting a vaccine because I don't trust these medical, uh, I don't trust these pharmaceutical companies. I just don't trust them. But Dr. Kizmekia Corbett and then Dr. Chris T. Purnell, who was in the Moderna trials, she said Moderna stopped their trial to get more black people in Yep. So Pfizer ended up coming out first, but Moderna made sure there were more black people in their trials. And that Perfect. was my, you know, that made it easier for me to make a decision, knowing people, knowing who helped, you know, to create the vaccine, but also okay. that they made sure that there were enough of us in the trial to see how it worked on us.
1: And I agree with you. I think there's the issue of trust and that's where this is coming out of that. When we work with a physician that we know, I have lots of my patients that said, I'm not going to take the vaccine. And then we sat down and we talked about it. And I explained, I told them what was happening, who was dying more. And at the end of that, they said, okay, now I understand, I'll take the vaccine. So it makes sense to go to who people trust. And like you just said, um, if a company is going to take the extra time to say, I'm trying to solve this problem because I know it's more common in Blacks. Well, they have to show up in those communities with those physicians who work with those patients. And really, Karen, this is what the African-American Heart Study is now doing. And we are very proud that Amgen, who's the sponsor, first of all, came to Morehouse School of Medicine, came to the Association of Black Cardiologists, and myself in my role as global PI, and we have a company called AccuHealth Technologies that developed a platform that has been tested in thousands of African-American patients through Morehouse School of Medicine. So they were keen to kind of go where the data is and where the community is. And now we're reaching out. The plan is to onboard 5,000 patients who have had either heart disease and some of them may not have had heart disease. But the biggest message we're sending here, Karen, is there is an opportunity to be a part of changing this trajectory. We cannot keep saying, um, we don't have, we don't know if medicines work well in us and then we don't participate in the studies. So I'm, right. I'm so glad that you're, right. you know, approaching this like this.
0: And you don't want to be a Guinea pig on the other side. Meaning when you yeah. need it, you don't know if it works. So you are essence are going to be tested on it. Any, you're, you're already participating as a, as a test person. Um, yeah. Dr. Ophelia, so walk us through if, if people, um, and again, they can have heart issues or a history of heart issues. Or or be perfectly healthy to be a part of the right. study. What what, right. what are you looking for in participants? Fantastic. So the good, the important thing about this study is it's actually
1: not about a drug or a device. Right now, the study is saying we know this lipoprotein LP little A is bad. It seems to make the fats, uh, the cholesterol stickier, so you're more likely to have a stroke or have problems with a heart attack. And so we're saying, let's understand why in African-American patients we have this. So we are looking, it's not a drug, it's what's called an observational study. So it's not observing forever. For a short period of time, we're going to bring people into the office for one visit and they will be able to get a blood test. They'll be able to get some measurements and we value their time. We don't want them to just bring them in and say, bye-bye. We compensate them for their time, for coming up, learning about the study, signing the consent form, and their physicians, many of these doctors, we have 35 sites around the country. The majority of them are African-Americans. Those that are not see predominant African-American patients. So we have worked with community sites to ensure that when patients come in, number one, they'll find out what is my LP little a, is it high? guess what, if it is high, that means members of your family may be at risk. So we want to talk to them about it. And yes, there is a drug being tested right now. But by knowing more about LP little a and how it affects us as a family and us as a patient, when that drug is ready to be enrolled for people, we will have more African Americans participating in that. And
0: that's the overall goal lipo, lipoprotein, little a little, That's A. Correct. uh, so LP little a. Um, so what is the, what, what does the lipoprotein little a do in the body and how do you, right. you know, how does it interact? What is it? <laughs> very, very good question. So lipoproteins
1: are essentially like proteins that carry lipids or cholesterol and they have sometimes they're attached to cholesterol particles. Sometimes it's many but, people. Well, know hold, on, so- hold on,
0: Dr. Ophelia. Are they, is it something that we're eating? Is it like French fries? If we eat McDonald's mm. French fries, does, no. so, does that okay. bring the lipo protein <laughs> into our body?
1: This is such a good question. Unfortunately, or fortunately, it is not necessarily about what we eat or how well we behave. It's actually about how we inherit something from our parents. Okay. So there is a genetic uh, link to this. And that's why it's important to understand how that's uh, affecting each one of us. And yes, when we watch the diet, you know, less French fries, it helps with our overall risk for heart disease. So we're still saying do that. But with regard to lipoprotein, it is more of a genetic risk.
0: Okay. So you pretty much need a study to see how prevalent this is in our bodies and black people's bodies. There's a, there's a study that's already been done. that says that we're more likely to have this protein, but this, this study now will confirm that. And, um, so I'm on the site now I'm on a AA for African-American heart study.com and it's eligibility. So participants must be 18 to 85. So that's a broad swath. Yep. self-identify as black African-American or of African descent. So that's people with melanin, but yep. does that include Rachel Dolezal? Cause she identifies, she shouldn't be in this study. I don't think <laughs> she should be in this study. All right, but uh, so I'll, I'll move on. Participants <laughs> must not have severe kidney disease stage four or five. And uh, there's other criteria, criteria right. but you have to right. uh, submit your information. Okay.
1: Yeah. And people can, it's very easy to navigate that website, can look for themselves and see if they qualify, but also have somebody help if they have, they need to, and their physicians can help them as well. We really, because we're looking for 5,000 patients, we want to make sure um, African Americans or people of African descent know about this study. And it, there's no drug, there's no device, they're giving blood, they're learning about their risk, and then they're getting compensated for their time.
0: Okay. I'm going to uh, raise this uh, and, and it says if you want to leave at any time you can so there's no um, you know there is an eyebrow up you know because somebody yeah. you know we just celebrated or we, we, I don't know if we celebrated or finally the family of Henrietta Lacks yes. were, were, were compensated for the yeah. 40 plus years of using their mom's cells to the tune of billions of dollars billions and yep. billions of dollars in the medical yep. field yep. Uh, yep. and they got nothing Yep. There's yep. always that, you know, so who's going to profit from this? Dr. Yes. So
1: I think there's no question that when we're trying to find advances, somebody steps up to the table and says, I want to look at this And you know, industry will say we have a potential drug there. Lots and lots of many years and dollars spent to bring these drugs to the market. We have known about LP little a for over 30, 40 years, no drug has been tested. And now we have an opportunity. So yes, I think whoever there, I think at least two companies that I know of that are looking for a potential uh, therapeutic um, approach to this, but what I will say is when we have disease, we have to find a way to advance the science to treat it. And yes, we do reward scientists pharmaceutical companies, providers who are involved in medicine. But I think it is not about the profit in this case, it is about the knowledge that we need to have. And I 100% agree with you that the Henrietta Lacks and then many, many other cases, whenever there is not enough of an informed consent process, that's when we have an issue. But when people are coming in and they're reading the consent and it's telling them, This is who sponsored it. This is what they stand to gain, but this is why you're participating and this is what you stand to gain. Then that informed consent process is what levels the playing field, I think, in my opinion.
0: Okay. Also, because I heard this a lot with the vaccine, Tuskegee, you know, that kept coming up. And I was thinking about Tuskegee the other day because how insidious is it to go into the community and have at Tuskegee, one of the blackest yep. places on earth for black people, trustworthy nurses, black people black yep. men thought they were being treated and they were just being studied and left to die. And I just think about they they always use us as an entry point to get yes. to us. Yes. You know? Yes. And so I'm 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 no you know, I'm protective of, of my peoples. I think. I think those are
1: very good questions. And that is why when we started this study, we had some things built in. We said, for example, it's an observational study. They come in the office, the one visit, and then we look to see if they have a higher level of LP, literally, are they going to be more likely to have a heart attack when we bring them in or over the five year, three year period of follow-up. But we said, listen, in that time period, while you're testing the drug, if we have a patient that has a high lp little a we need to offer them that opportunity to be part of the study they can decide for themselves there's a drug it's a test drug right now it's not yet approved do you want to be a part of it and then whenever that drug gets approved we want to make sure all of these people who participated in the observation have a chance to say i want to get access to the drug to me i feel that's what the difference is with Tuskegee because at that time, people were just being looked at and followed up and looked at, and they got the disease and they were still being looked at. That doesn't happen anymore. And I do think, uh, Karen, that you ask very good questions. Nobody should join a clinical trial unless they have a clear understanding of number one. It, it's, it's, not a, it's not bad to ask, what is in it for me? There's nothing wrong with asking that question. And in this case, our answer would be, we are trying to understand how people like you potentially are affected by this lipoprotein. That's what's in it immediately for you and your family members. And then down the road, when we have therapy, that's another thing that's in it. So I think those are legitimate questions and concerns.
0: Well, you have the background. Uh, Dr. Ophelia has uh, published more than 130 scientific papers in national, international journals. The... uh, was the Dean, uh, Dean fellow for the AMNC uh, letter project, best practices uh, to sustaining the biomedical and phys- physician workforce. So you've been on, on the work side as well. You've advised NIH. You, you have been uh, on the board of uh, uh, the advisory board of, of the national clinical uh, center. And, you know, you, your research is your, is your thing, but also advocacy. So uh right. I'm I'm saying and I'm looking in my chat in Nubia and a couple of people have been uh one person was in a, a trial for people with MS. Uh they also uh somebody was talking about trials for uh, the cancer gene. Like we, yeah. w- if we're not in these trials, then there's no way for the medical industry to know how to treat us when we get it. Exactly. If we, If none of us are there participating, so we need yeah. to be in it, but we need to be in it and know what our rights are and know what questions to ask. So absolutely. Uh, and I just the, want to okay. add Karen Sorry. that
1: the association of black cardiology, speaking of advocacy, which I've been a member of served as president and chair of the board is out there with messaging as well. So our community at large, whether we're medical schools, health systems, or associations are singing from the same page. And the reason is because we are dying at disproportionately higher rates. And we cannot keep saying that year after year, because now we have advances that we as a community must benefit from. Yes.
0: Yes. And we need, and this is why we need more people like you in the field. You know, okay. so let me say first of all, thank you uh, for the work that you're doing. Five thousand people is what you probably get that today. Uh, yes, and, and they need to go to <laughs> AA. I'm going AAHeartStudy.com. AAHeartStudy.com will tweet it out as well. You get you get some coin. Is you know, for signing up for for yep. for participating. So you get a little coins. Value your time. Yes. You know, <laughs> and um, you know, I think I think you know, I don't know if this is good, but I, I would like to know if my my L was it my L L P Little L P A. I wanna know if yes. it's high, you know. Yes. And uh, yes. so is that something that when we get our blood work, should we be asking our doctors?
1: Yes. Right now, there is a way to assess LP little a. Unfortunately, we don't think it's as accurate. So for this study, we're doing a more sophisticated assay to make sure we get accurate levels. But certainly, there is some sort of a level that you get, you can ask your doctor, say, what's my LP little a? And there's now sort of a buzz around where people are saying, okay, when you get your cholesterol, what else should you be looking for? Especially if you have a family history where people have had heart attacks or strokes at a young age, you need to ask doctor, you know, I know my cholesterol is not that high. You told me that, but what about my LP little a? I think that's, I understand that could be a risk
0: ask that question. And if it is high, what recourse do we have? How do we treat that? Yeah.
1: Right now the recourse we have, if the LP little a is high is we do all the other modifications that we can, because what I mentioned earlier, there is no drug right now, but, and, the current drugs we have do not treat LP little a very well, but they will address other things like the other bad cholesterol. And if we're smoking, stop that, You know, monitor the diet. And again, be active until we have, again, this access to hopefully our work uh, yields fruit and we are able to bring a new drug, um, You know, bring more knowledge about LP little a and then hopefully down the road also a drug opportunity.
0: Well, Dr. Ophili, again, thank you so much for all of the work that you do. You're incredible, incredible, thank incredible you. background and history. And uh, let us know. Let us know how this study turn. Come back when, when, when you're in the mix, midst of it, and uh, let's we will. talk more. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Thank you for thank having you. me. Really enjoyed for coming. it. Appreciate mm-hmm. you. Uh, aaheartstudy.com. Aaheartstudy.com. If you want to be in the study. <laughs>